Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For a WTOP reporter. The waiting was the, the difficult part. I'm Mike Marillo. Deliriously happy U.S. soccer fans. In downtown D.C., I'm Dick Yulian. Wall Street begins on a mixed note from Tuesday Trading. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A federal jury has found Oath Keepers founder Scott Stewart Rhodes guilty of seditious conspiracy. His co-defendant Kelly Meggs was also found guilty of that rare charge, plotting to block the peaceful transfer of power on January 6th. More from CBS's Scott McFarlane outside the U.S. District Courthouse in Washington. Rhodes, the highest profile figure to face trial in connection with the attack, took the stand in his own defensive trial, where he continued to argue the 2020 election was unconstitutional constitutional and that the group was equipped only to protect themselves against left-wing agitators. The other three defendants were found not guilty on the seditious conspiracy charge, but were convicted of other federal counts, including obstructing an official proceeding. Rhodes and Meigs now face the prospect of 20 years in prison on the seditious conspiracy charge alone. Rare bipartisan agreement in the U.S., says CBS News correspondent Michael George. Senate lawmakers voted to approve the Respect for Marriage Act, ensuring same-sex and interracial marriages are recognized in every state. Such people and their diverse beliefs are due proper respect. No matter who you are or who you love, you too deserve dignity and equal treatment under the law. Concerns about the issue grew after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade over the summer. Twelve Republicans voted in favor of the bill, which now goes to the House, where approval is expected. Missouri has executed a man found guilty of killing a suburban St. Louis police officer in 2005. CBS's Jennifer Kuyper has that. Kevin Johnson was convicted of ambushing and killing Kirkwood, Missouri, police officer William McEntee. Johnson blamed the officer and the death of his younger brother. Mary McEntee is William McEntee's widow. When he left for work that day, we could not imagine that he would be executed by someone he gave his life to protect. Johnson's attorneys didn't deny that he killed the officer, but contended their client was sentenced to death in part because he was black. The courts and Republican Governor Mike Parson declined to stop the execution. Broadway's longest-running show is going to go on longer than we thought it would. The Phantom of the Opera was scheduled to close in February. That's now been extended by eight weeks to April because of a sharp increase in demand for tickets. Last week, the show sold $2.2 million in tickets, playing to packed houses. Phantom's been a feature on Broadway since 1988. It will now have its final performance on April 16th. When it closes, it will have played 13,980. One performances. Producers say there will be no more postponements. This is CBS News. Dell's Cyber Monday business sale starts now with up to 50% off on select business PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at anova.org slash heartbeat. WTLP at 403. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, last day of this month, November 30th, 2022. 
There'll be a rainy day, very windy today, but temp's not too bad. Low 60s for the high. 47 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. Indeed, Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your Wednesday midweek ride. Dropping the local stories that we're following for you as we head into the 4 a.m. hour together this morning on WTOP. We begin in Maryland this morning. When someone dies in Maryland in an encounter with police, there is, in case you didn't know, a new office that investigates exactly what happened in those situations. After a year of investigations now... What has the state's attorney general actually found? In the first year of its existence, a newly created office looked at 23 different encounters with police that turned deadly. None of them have resulted in any police officers being charged. 13 of those 23 encounters ended with police shooting and killing someone. Seven others died during vehicle pursuits, though not everyone who died in those pursuits were the ones being pursued. Three others died in police custody. The AG's Independent Investigations Division was created by state lawmakers as part of a package of new laws passed following the death of George Floyd in the police accountability movement. However, any decision about charges is determined by local prosecutors, not the state. John Dome in WTOP News. A survivor of the Virginia Walmart mass shooting, we're told, has filed a $50 million lawsuit against the company. The lawsuit was filed recently in Chesapeake Circuit Court by Danya Priola, a Walmart employee who claims the company knew of this shooter's propensities for violence, threats, and strange behaviors. The suit alleges further that Priolo has experienced physical and emotional distress after witnessing the shooting rampage in the break room of the Chesapeake Walmart just last Tuesday. Police have now identified store supervisor Andre Bing as the person who shot and killed six co-workers and wounded several others before killing himself. 4.05 Wednesday morning on WTOP. For more than 25 years, this dogged WTOP reporter never shied away from a battle to bring you the full and complete story. Now, WTOP's own Neil Augenstein is this week revealing he is in the midst of another battle right now. And this one is very personal. A fight against cancer. The waiting was the the difficult part. The waiting part of a search for a cure for a dry cough that led to a discovery of a small mass in one of his lungs and finally a diagnosis of adenocarcinoma, a form of lung cancer. Neil is sharing his story and he says in doing it, he's finding strength. To hear the the success stories that people have been willing to share, uh, cancer that they've been succeeding with. He says right now a team of doctors are working on a treatment plan for him. Thankfully, I'm relatively young. I'm 63. (laughs) <laughs> in relatively good health, besides having cancer. So, you know, so let's let's keep going. And you have a whole lot of people rooting for you, Neil. Here is whole interview on the DMV Download podcast. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You do indeed, sir. Good luck to you, buddy. WTOP at 4.06. Have you stopped jumping up and down yet? Is your throat hoarse from all the screaming this week? People are indeed celebrating this morning across our area and around the nation, in fact, after Team USA's World Cup win over Iran this week. WTOP's own Dick Giuliano was at a pen quarter watch party last night and tells us how it felt when it was clear the U.S. had done it. At the Astro Beer Hall here in Penn Quarter, the beer flowed. Fans wolfed down heaping plates of loaded tater tots and went bonkers when the U.S. team put the ball on the net. Well, you know, it's been eight years since we were in the World Cup. People have been waiting ever since then for this moment. Go USA all the way, baby. One more round. Let's go. There was some tension in the final minutes of play, but relief when the game ended, moving the U.S. team into the next round. 
In downtown D.C., Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 407, an update on traffic and weather coming right up. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. Coming right up on WTLP this early morning for you. Saying goodbye to a trailblazer in policing. I'm Kate Ryan. Welcome to the middle of your week. Wednesday morning, November 30th, last day of this month. Glad you're with us. It's 4 a.m. hour on WTLP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Right, the time now is 4.08. Good morning. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Just starting to pick up the work on the outer loop between the American Legion Bridge and Georgetown Pike, so heads up as they're backing up along the right side. For now, still down to a single left lane, but you should have a couple of left lanes here momentarily. But again, watch your speeds coming across the Legion Bridge into northern Virginia. Inner loop express lane still closed between the entrance in Springfield and 66, not really affecting anything so far. 66 eastbound between 29 Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway. Still getting by the work zone, single files left. And now they were checking for the reports of a minor crash in the work zone. Should be behind the work barrels, but again, just be careful there. 66 eastbound between 123 and Nutley Street. In the process of clearing the work zones from the left side for now, stay right to get by. And uh, just a brief tap and rake as you pass the work crews backing up and getting the barrels out of the roadway. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Keep that umbrella with you over the next couple of hours as rain is moving on through. Also give yourself some time on those roads because, once again, that rain could be on the moderate to heavy side for the morning rush. Uh, as we move on through the afternoon, a few more showers likely. So the umbrella, keep that handy, too. And get the coats ready. Much colder air moving in after a high of 61. We'll see wind chills in the 30s by around 8 o'clock. Thursday, high temperatures in the 40s, but wind chills in the 30s all day. A little bit better Friday. Sunny with a high of 52. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. You're waking up to a comfortable morning for the most part. A little chilly, not too bad. 48 in Hyattsville, 45 in Fredericksburg, Virginia. 4 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, last day of this month, November 30th. We're looking at... 46 degrees in Lanham, 47 in Holding in our nation's capital. This 4 a.m. hour check on WTOP this morning brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us here on WTOP. Stick around. Coming up on WTOP, the very latest this morning on the war between Russia and Ukraine. This is WTOP News. Here at home, he championed a new kind of policing, and he broke barriers as a black leader in law enforcement across the region. Prince George's County Sheriff Melvin High, who recently died after more than 50 years in policing, has been remembered this week by state and local officials alike, as well as his daughter. 78-year-old Melvin High was sometimes called Chief Sheriff, a reflection of his decades in policing. He served as Prince George's County Sheriff, had been police chief there as well, and he also worked as an assistant chief in D.C. and in Norfolk, Virginia. At his funeral in Upper Marlboro, his daughter Tracy talked about her father's reputation for integrity. He always told the family, if you get a ticket or get in trouble with the law, do not mention my name. Just pay the fine or do the time, even if I have to give you the money to pay for your lawyer. High star 
started policing at a time when black officers walked a beat in D.C. because they weren't allowed in police cruisers. He helped spread reforms in law enforcement, including community policing. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. U.S. is going to give Ukraine another $53 million to help out in its war with Russia. This new money is designed to help restore the country's Internet infrastructure as Russia continues to pound Ukraine with repeated missile attacks. This morning, WTLP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with details. This money is designed to support the acquisition of critical electricity grid equipment. The State Department said this equipment will be rapidly delivered to Ukraine on an emergency basis to help Ukrainians make it through the winter. The package will include distribution, transformers, circuit breakers, surge arresters, disconnectors, vehicles, and other key equipment. This is on top of $55 million in emergency energy sector support for generators and other equipment that's already been given to Ukraine because it's been impacted by Russia's attacks on its power system. This announcement came during a meeting of the G7 on the margins of a NATO ministerial in Bucharest. And it's important because millions are without power and more than half of the country is under rolling blackouts. We're forecasted to have a mild winter here, but Ukraine is going to have exactly the opposite. JJ, these Russian missile strikes are taking such a heavy toll on Ukraine, but it, it turns out that Moldova is getting hammered too, and, and we haven't known as much about that. That's right. Moldova's unique, Hillary, for a couple of reasons. One, because of the way power infrastructure was built in the Soviet times. Moldova is a victim of Russia's invasion of Ukraine as well. Not only has it historically been almost entirely dependent on cheap Russian gas, but number two, nearly all of its power lines flow through Ukraine. That's why strikes on Ukraine's power grid have been leading to blackouts across Moldova with warnings of more outages coming in the days ahead, I spoke recently with the spouse of a State Department employee based in Moldova, and she shared stories of how harsh winter is there and the fact that tens of thousands of Ukrainian refugees have poured into Moldova looking for help to get away from the war. So blackouts there would just compound problems for everyone. With the very latest of the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking there with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Lunk's Gov Summit is returning in person at the Ronald Reagan Building in Washington, D.C. on December 14th. Join leaders in both government and industry to explore how to build the cyber resilience you need to make your mission possible. Register today for this free event and discover how Splunk can enhance security, drive resilience, and unlock innovation. Visit Splunk.com slash GovSummit. That's Splunk.com slash GovSummit. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week. Last day of your month, November 30th. 415 sports time indeed. Once again, let's check in with Rob. The Capitals open the West Coast portion of their road trip with a 5-1 win in Vancouver. Lars Eller on NBC Sports Washington. Yeah, I think one of our best road games of the year, if not maybe the best one. We came out with a high pace. We are on the pucks winning our one-on-one battles. We were playing fast and we never took our foot off the gas. So it was a really good 60-minute effort. Eller notched his 200 assist, but that wasn't the biggest career milestone of the night as the great eight is now within eight of Gordie Howe for the second most goals in NHL history. Alex Ovechkin scoring twice to reach 793 career goals. 
403 of them on the road to break Wayne Gretzky's NHL record. Maryland and Virginia each won their respective games in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. The third-ranked Cavaliers erased an 11-point halftime deficit to hand Michigan their first home loss of the season, 70-68. And the 22nd-ranked Terps opened the Kevin Willard era with a seventh straight double-digit win in a 79-54 route of winless Louisville. I'm proud of the staff. I got here in April and have worked extremely hard to put together a roster that can go on the road and win by 30 and play neutral site games and win by 30. And I'm really proud of these guys. This team is working extremely hard. They have a great attitude. They're fun to coach. They're fun to watch play. So to get this done in eight months is great, but we still have a tough four months ahead of us. Starting Friday when they host number 16 Illinois in their conference opener, American won its fifth straight thanks to 71% shooting. At the World Cup, Christian Pulisic vowed from his hospital bed that he will play in the United States match against the Netherlands Saturday morning. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 416 on WTOP. Imagine Shakespeare's words with Tom Waits' music and Penn and Teller magic. That is apparently the idea now behind The Tempest playing locally at Roundhouse Theater in Bethesda. This is Shakespeare's most magical show. Prospero, the central character, is a magician shipwrecked on a desert island. Aaron Posner co-directs with Teller of the magician duo Penn and Teller. I had the honor to meet him back in the 90s and found that the silent member of Penn and Teller is also a Shakespeare fanatic who can quote long sections of Macbeth and The Tempest and Midsummer and Hamlet and various plays. It's all set to the music of Tom Waits. So much of the texture of that music fit the sort of messed up, rough, raw, difficult, and dangerous world that we were creating. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 417. Three, two, one. The sounds of the Capitol Christmas tree this week. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi threw the switch in a lighting ceremony on the West front lawn. In the last 10 days, teams have actually been decorating the 78-foot-tall red spruce from North Carolina. Ornaments also handcrafted by people of North Carolina. The National Christmas Tree Lighting is later today, this Wednesday. And on WTLP this morning, the Oath Keepers founder found guilty of seditious conspiracy. A major vote on protecting same-sex marriage as well as interracial marriage on Capitol Hill. And locally in Maryland, when someone dies after a police encounter, a special office now investigates exactly what happened in individual situations. So what has that office learned in the past year? We'll talk about that coming up in the minutes ahead here on WTLP. Keep your dial right where it is, where the time now is 418. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the eights, and when it breaks, Rich Hunters in the WTOP traffic center. All right, they continue to pick up the works in on the outer loop of the Bellway Shed south of the American Legion Bridge. Again, should have two left lanes now open, but again, heads up as they're backing up along the right side. Be extra careful there. As a result, uh, still will have the express lanes closed in Virginia inner loop between uh, the entrance in Springfield and 66, but again, not causing any issues so far. If you're traveling on 95 in Virginia, they were still working southbound near the car rest area just south of Dale City. Blocking the left lane of three. Then between, uh, as you approach, U.S. 17 Falmouth, down across the Rappahannock toward Route 3 in the through lanes, still getting by the work there, single file to the right. Now, 66 eastbound, starting to see a slowdown as you get into the work zone after 29 Centerville, had to pass 28 toward the Fairfax County Parkway. Single file left gets you by, but they were also possibly dealing with a crash there, but haven't gotten any word that it's blocking that left lane that's getting by. But again, some response there may be drawing some additional attention. And then beyond that, the work that was eastbound 66 between 123 and Nutley Street 
We were getting by two lanes to right. You just about have all lanes reopened. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Wind and rain coming our way on a Wednesday. Temperatures will be mild today, near 60 degrees. But rain this morning will taper to showers this afternoon and then quickly dry out and clear out overnight. Winds will be quite gusty later this afternoon and this evening. And a blustery and cold day tomorrow. Thursday's high only near 45. Back to 50 in sunshine on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Bit of a chill, not too bad, though. 47 degrees in Reston this morning, 48 in Bethesda. You're waking up to 44 degrees this 4 a.m. hour in Woodbridge, Wednesday morning, midweek, November 30th, 2022. 47 in Holding in our nation's capital this 4 a.m. hour. This latest check on WTOP brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 420. Good morning. This can be the year you begin to restore your hair. If your hair is thinning, there is only one company with the experience to grow your hair back. PAI Medical Virginia at 703-763-0118. Why? PAI Medical Group has been specializing in hair transplants for over 25 years. Today, you'll receive $500 off their trademark procedure, multi-unit hair grafting, or the Artist Robotic FUE. PAI Medical Virginia is so confident of the results you will have, they are giving you this offer when you call today. PAI Medical Virginia is only one of two clinics in the entire U.S. to have this technology. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com or call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. That's 703-763-0118 and grow your hair back. It's a beautiful morning. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Former President Donald J. Trump made big headlines recently when he sat down to dinner in Mar-a-Lago with a white nationalist and avowed Holocaust denier, Nick Fuentes. And Ye, the former rapper known as Kanye West, who has made several anti-Semitic comments himself. After keeping mum about all this for a better part of a week, some Republicans have now this week come out not so much against the former president himself, but against his choice of dinner companions. Kevin McCarthy, for example, spoke for the first time about the dinner this week. I don't think anybody should be spending any time with Nick Fuentes. He has no place in this Republican Party. This morning, Politico's Nancy Vu, who has been following the GOP reaction to all this, joins the conversation with her take. There have been plenty of Republicans that have condemned Trump's actions, but have not necessarily condemned Trump. So I spoke to Senator Marco Rubio, and he suggested that Donald Trump should apologize just because of the fact that he asserted that Donald Trump is not an anti-Semite, but continued to rail against and condemn Nick Fuentes himself, and also spoke about Kanye. And there was other members that had said that it was ridiculous for Trump to have that meeting, such as Senator Joni Ernst. But also plenty of people that have said that they don't know who Fuentes is. I I think, if anything, the Republican that went the farthest was indeed former Vice President Mike Pence, Donald Trump's former number two, right? He, Mike Pence had said that Donald Trump should apologize for his actions as well. So that's kind of the summation of all the responses that I was able to see. What about Mitch McConnell? At one point, as critical as McConnell has been of Donald Trump, he said he would still support him if he were the 2024 nominee. Has that changed as far as your reporting goes? 
it actually has. So following his denunciation of anti-Semitism and also his denunciation of Donald Trump having dinner with Fuentes, he followed up and said that anyone meeting with anybody advocating an anti-Semitic point of view is highly unlikely to be ever elected president of the United States. This is a very subtle but yet very clear shift from McConnell, who previously expressed that he would have an obligation to support the Republican nominee, whoever it may be. As you listen to the statements, read them, watch them, what is the message that we're getting from the Republican Party? Uh, Are some people expecting a more full-throated denunciation of ever interacting with somebody like Fuentes? Well, I think the Republicans now are kind of used to this kind of practice of apologizing for Donald Trump and condemning his actions, but not necessarily condemning him. So I, I think that there isn't necessarily a expectation for a more full frontal approach of an apology, but Donald Trump is still running to be president for the 2024 election. So I, I think any ask to have a more aggressive approach towards this might not happen. That's Politico's Nancy Vu in a conversation with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. This is WTOP News. The time now is 425. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55. A preview of your business day, Wednesday midweek, last day of the month, November 30th, 2022, here on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The House today plans to take up legislation to head off a nationwide strike against U.S. freight railroads. Pressure is building on Congress to impose a contract after four of 12 unions rejected a deal that was brokered by the White House. Workers will be free to strike on December 9th unless Congress imposes a contract or there's a negotiated settlement. The job market will be in focus on Wall Street today as ADP reports on private sector hiring in October. And the government will report on October job openings. The reports are the first of several in the run-up to Friday's October employment report. Also on tap, an updated reading on third quarter economic growth and a look at October pending home sales. Small investors may soon have a new place to trade stocks. Axios reports Yahoo plans to build a stock trading platform using data from Yahoo Finance as part of its trading tools. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital.